Zach Blackerby, Brett Smith here with you. We are now joined by Susan McAllister with Auburn Campus Safety. Susan, how are you? I'm doing great this morning, Zach. Thanks. Of course. Always appreciate your time and you coming in uh, this morning. So let's talk about the weather first. I mean, you you, uh, you kind of bring this up every few visits as far as, you know, having a plan and being prepared and all that. And that's very relevant this week as far as kind of looking at what happened around the state. Yeah, it sure is. Um, it's been a while since we've had anything really significantly severe around yeah. here. So it's a good time to remember um, that we all need to be prepared at any moment for severe weather. It can develop pretty quickly and without a lot of notice. And so right. it's important to have a plan about where you will go if there is a tornado warning um, or other severe storm. And then also to make sure you know how you're going to get notified about that and have multiple forms of notification. Sure. What, what are some of the ways you could uh, you can prepare to get notified? So wireless emergency alerts, if you have that turned on on your phone, is a great way because that's going to tell you no matter where you are, it's going to give you relevant warnings for your area. But from time to time, the system does um, malfunction, you know, so you want to make sure that you've got a backup. And I really recommend NOAA weather radios for folks in their home because that's what's going to wake you up Mm -hmm. if your cell phone dies, if you turned it on silent and forgot to turn it back on. Um, you're going to have that weather radio as a, a way to notify you. Yeah, throughout this week, I've seen some people that I know here locally on Facebook posting like, hey, where can I buy a, a local weather radio? So it, it seems like, uh, you know, what happened around the state this week got some folks' attention. That's good. And I know, you know, the major um, distribution stores like Walmart and um, yeah. Target usually have them. And some sure. of the grocery stores, even Publix mm-hmm. often has them. And, but yeah. Ace, Ace has it too a bit. Yeah, I'm Ace. sure University Ace has yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And as far as uh, as far as like having a plan of where to go, what are some characteristics of the place, you know, as far as where you would seek shelter? What did that what does that need to look like? So the the further interior and um, downstairs you can go, the better. A lot of people don't have that option necessarily. But, you know, if you live in an apartment, if you have a you know, if you're up on an upper floor, if you have a friend that lives on a lower floor, if you can make arrangements to go down to their apartment, um, if there is severe weather going into an interior bathroom, a basement, if you have one. And of course, on campus, um, we have severe weather shelters in our buildings. And if we have a tornado watch, we do open green hall at the vet school and the library. And we do that even, um, you know, during COVID, we've got some um, measures in place to make sure we cut down on the spread of COVID if people do need to use the shelter. Susan McAllister with Auburn Campus Safety joining us this morning. Obviously, AU Alert is a very valuable resource that you guys use and you guys have, and uh, it's a huge blessing to Auburn University, but you guys have a test coming up. Is that right? We do. And so AU Alert, as a reminder, is something that we use just for notification about emergencies impacting the campus. And then um, it's for situations that require immediate action for your safety. And so we are going to be doing our semester test um, next Tuesday afternoon. And so we really encourage people to go ahead and um, update their information, or if they have not registered their cell phone to to do that now, they can do that through AU Access if they are affiliated with the university on the My Campus tab. If they are not affiliated with the university, family members that want to receive AU alerts can just text the phrase Auburn Family to the number 226787. That spells out campus on your phone keypad. Got it. 
So um, that's a, an easy way for people to subscribe to text messages only. When you text Auburn Family, is there a space there? No. Is, is, no, okay. So all one word, Auburn all one Family. All one word, okay. Auburn Family, 226-787. And um, then when you want to stop receiving them, you just reply stop, stop. and, and yeah. stop receiving them. Fantastic. We're joined this morning by Susan McAllister with Auburn Campus Safety. We will continue our conversation next. Zach and Brett here with you, joined by Susan McAllister with Auburn Campus Safety. So January is Stalking Awareness Month, and we've talked a little bit about this in the past before, but um, let's spend a few minutes as far as, you know, tips or things to look out for as far as, you know, safety and, and protecting yourself and others. Yeah, absolutely. So this is something, you know, we see pretty frequently in our population uh, on campus because 18 to 24-year-olds experience the highest rates of stalking sure. among adults. And so, um, you know, it can be as simple as just poor communication and um, misunderstanding, but it can be become very serious. And um, it, I think a lot of it really stems from people not having good interpersonal skills and understanding how to, to have relationship um, with yeah. other people. And so looking for things like when you have someone just bombarding you with communication and if you don't want that communication, it's really important to go ahead and make it very clear that you want that communication to stop. That's the first step. But if someone's experiencing that kind of behavior, someone emailing them, texting them, talking about them on social media, contacting them via other methods mm -hmm. repeatedly. Um, we see a lot of people being blocked on one uh, medium and then moving to another right. communication or communicating through friends. All of that can be a component of stalking behavior, um, as well as following, surveilling. You know, those are the things that people typically think of with stalking. Sure. But keeping a log of the behavior, making sure you're clearly communicating what's acceptable and not, and then reporting it to someone if it doesn't stop sure. is important. At what point is, does it need to be reported, usually? So whenever you get to a point where you feel like you fear for your safety or, it's suffer, or you're suffering um, substantial emotional distress from a situation it's a good time to talk with somebody about it. Safe Harbor on campus is a confidential resource that people can talk to about options without doing anything further. Yeah. And then um, also, you know, of course, the police are always a good option. If um, it's someone involved with the university community, they can report it to the Title IX office for investigation. So there are a lot of different ways that people can get assistance. Our Auburn Safety app has a link to sexual violence resources, and it includes information on stalking and resources for that. Sure. We're joined this morning by Susan McAllister with Auburn Campus Safety. We were talking a little bit before we uh, went on the air, Susan, about the vaccination clinics happening on campus, and I was kind of unaware to a lot of the stuff that you guys have going on on campus in this regard because a lot of the attention locally has been on the local hospital here, but tell us kind of what has been going on as far as the vaccinations going on Auburn's campus. Yeah, sure. So um, we're very fortunate to be able to be a part of that. It's an incredibly big interdisciplinary, interprofessional effort um, and led by the Auburn University Medical Clinic and the Harrison School of Pharmacy. Um, we've got people from pharmacy, nursing, social work, 
um, faculty and students all involved in the clinical side of it. And then we've got campus safety, risk management and safety, student affairs and others assisting with the setup and logistics and staffing. And so we've been um, giving vaccinations. The medical clinic started um, three weeks ago. Okay. And uh, the, they received their first doses um, three weeks ago, yesterday, I, I think. And um, and then the mass vaccination clinics started um, two weeks ago. Okay. And we're doing those two to three times a week. Um, they are by appointment only. They mm -hmm. are for people affiliated with Auburn University because we are given those doses from the public health department specifically for our campus community. Sure, sure. And, I mean, it seems like that's been successful so far. It's been very successful. We've given, um, as of Tuesday, almost 4,700 doses. Wow. Doses, and we have another clinic today all day. Um, and I think we have about 700 to 750 people scheduled for today. So you guys are getting close to where the folks that were first to get the shot will be coming back for that second dose, right? Yeah, yeah. next week. Um, so we have the Moderna vaccine. So okay. it is a 28-day um recommendation for the second shot and sure. so those second doses will um, start happening next week yeah yeah that's a big step that's uh, that's good to hear Susan McAllister with Auburn Campus Safety joining us this morning we will continue our conversation next right here on Auburn Opelika this morning Final few minutes of hour number one of today's edition of Auburn Opelika this morning Zach Blackerby Brett Smith Joined in studio by Susan McAllister with Auburn Campus Safety. Susan, let's continue our conversation about the vaccination clinics happening on campus and kind of this phased approach that Auburn's going about things. Yeah, so of course it's very important that we stick with the CDC and Alabama Public Health guidelines on um, distribution. And so if you look at those guidelines, um, education is in uh, the phase 1B. Mm-hmm. And so we fall into that sector, and then we have a more detailed phased approach that is available on our um, COVID Resource Center website, so auburn.edu slash covid-resource-center. And then if you go to the vaccination information page, yeah. it's got a list of those phases, and we're actually in phase 1C right now for the university. Yeah, we were talking over the break. I was a little surprised that you know 4,000 folks are tied to the university that are either high risk or um or you know first responders but you guys are one past that now at 1c yeah so um the 1b category included anybody with the high health risks and required to have face-to-face -face contact where they could not physically distance consistently mm -hmm. And um, we have gotten through that, and we're in the 1C, which is either of those. So anybody who is, um, right now we're doing anybody who's an employee or a student that has one of those high health risk conditions or um, employees that cannot socially distance in the, the workplace. So how far down the line is the goal to have the vaccine be available for students if, if they want to go that route? So they are in phase two. Um, we still have, I think, several thousand people to go through in Phase 1C before we get to Phase 2. So it's going to okay. be a little bit before we get there. Um, you know, so we've done a little less than 5,000 doses in three weeks. Mm -hmm. So that gives you an idea of about, you know, how, how we're, we're receiving vaccine and getting it out. 
That um, seems like really solid progress to me. It is. Yeah. We're very, very proud of that. And um, like I said, it's taken a huge effort from a lot of different people. And we're probably doing two and a half days a week of okay. vaccination clinics. So it's it's a constant, steady effort. Sure. We're joined this morning by Susan McAllister with Auburn Campus Safety. Um, kind of a turning here you you said you see uh you have here updated annual security and fire safety report published at the end of last year tell me tell me a little bit about that yeah so you know we normally publish our annual security and fire safety report which includes three years worth of crime statistics and three years worth of fire statistics by october 1st of every year but because of covid we were given an extension by the department of education Mm -hmm. and so ours was published december 31st of 2020 people were on break might have missed that announcement so we really encourage you to just go to auburn.edu safety and look for that annual security and fire safety report it's got tons of information for all of our 12 campuses that includes um, policies about sexual assault response um, prevention programming, those, those statistics, and a lot of other good information. Sure. And, uh, Susan, just for those who uh, you know may need more information about anything that we talked about today, where can folks go online to get all of that? Auburn.edu slash safety for the uh, COVID Resource Center. It's auburn.edu slash COVID-resource-center. And... Um, of course, the free to download Auburn Safety app. I always like to promote that because it's a, a really good resource and no cost to you. Sure, sure. And as far as students coming back for this semester and all that, I mean, are there any kind of, I don't want to say challenges, but things that kind of typically happen this time of year that, that Auburn Campus Safety is focused on or are things all different this year because of COVID? We're seeing a lot of the same issues, really, um, alcohol-related issues predominantly. Mm-hmm. Um seeing an increase in mental health concerns and um, the campus has a lot of great resources there the the human resources human resources department is actually putting out a lot of really good information for employees on that as well and so um, i encourage people to just reach out and take advantage of those resources if you need them yeah yeah there's some things that come out saying that that's worse than the actual virus as far as the you know the mental health side of things happening it's definitely um, taken its toll on all of us, I think, and um, and we're not at the end of it yet. So uh, we need to make sure that we're recognizing those things. Reach out to your friends. Make yeah. sure they're doing okay. Um, make sure they know how to get help if they need it. Yeah, absolutely. Susan, thank you so much for your time. As always, we'll chat again soon. Okay, thanks, Zach. Brad, appreciate uh, appreciate you helping hour number one fly by, my friend, and uh, the, the break fun. the breakdown of uh, everything uh, in today's hot take as far as the GameStop sounds, stuff. Sounds like GameStop's going to the moon today. Yeah, or maybe outside beyond to the to Mars with Elon Musk on yeah. the Elon Musk rocket. Maybe <laughs> the Elon Musk <laughs> rocket. Hour number one in the book. Stay tuned. Your Fox News is next, followed by your local news at seven oh five, and then at ten after we'll talk sports. Auburn's football schedule came out yesterday afternoon. We'll talk about that as well as uh, their newest defensive line coach. They have rounded out their coaching staff yet again. And at 735, it's the big screen movie reviews with Kevin, the movie guy, Flanagan. All that and more coming up on today's Auburn Opelika this morning.